Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Tuning in to episode 68 of the Plug and Play podcast. I am your host, Zach, and alongside me as always is Tim. Welcome, minions. This week we have, This week we got an email, and I think that's what your phone was gonna say, right? I wanted to let you know that was me unplugging it, so we were in an effort, but that of course it just had to have the last word and say something as I unplugged it. Oh, okay. Oh, well on my phone. Yeah, awesome. Well, I was gonna I thought I was gonna say like you've got an email, but then like it stopped, I was like, ah, what's it gonna say? Pull this power out. I pulled the plug. I unplugged from Last week, by the way, I forgot to plug it in for like three days. Oh, shit. I bet the wife was like, what the hell is going on? It's really quiet around here. It's all good. Oh, man. That's crazy. Well, you started off, so you, you left your phone unplugged for three days. So, uh, what else did you do during that week? Well, uh, that was actually good, so no one could interrupt me, so I played, could play Fallout 4. I know this oh, yeah. isn't the talk about the gaming segment, but I don't usually get to just sit down and just enjoy a game for a long, long period of time, and I let myself do that this week. So that was definitely a big part of my week. So, yeah. so I want to mention it here. Um, the, that combined with something else, though, that's kind of not good. So right now, my gym um, is moving to a new location, Uh-oh. and they're shifting all the stuff over, like the mats and the, um, the big metal frameworks for pull-up bars, that kind of thing. So I haven't been to the gym in over a week. So com- oh, shit. combined with sitting on my butt playing Fallout 4, I'm pretty sure my strength stat is minus one. Oh, no. Well, just for that, and some people probably don't know what a strength stat is. They need- I have a special little song for Okay. You. Following total atomic annihilation, it may fall to you to save the great nation. That's why Voltec has made extra preparation and are proud to present to you a special education. Regarding aptitude, you are an absolutely unique amalgamation of attributes. Now it's time to find out in which you excel. What makes you S-P-E-C-I-A-L? You're special. You're special. You're special. So on seeing something sweet, be sure to scavenge your staff. The stronger you are, the smaller the stack of scrap storage and snacks that you can haul on your back. But do be sure to stay on track of the numbers, or a savage could suddenly strike as you're over encumbered. And should your special self have such a regrettable incident, you better get swinging any suitable weapon or implement. Perception! Post-nuclear places are pretty pre-arranged to put you through your paces. Pinpoint the paths of predators that plan to prey with a Voltec-assisted targeting system. Hooray! You may need to pickpocket, pinching for your own protection, practicing your pilfering, purloining to perfection. If your preferential predilections, petty theft and people's possession, you'll be protected by perception. You're special. Hey, you're special. You're special. Oh, so special. Yeah, we'll post the rest of that song up on thebuttonsmashers.com underneath episode 68. Um, but I just want to let you know, Tim, you're special and you lost one strength, so yeah. that, that's going in the wrong direction. I know. I need, I, that's bad. I need to level up again. Yeah. Um, And then Monday, my son was sick, so he stayed home. Ooh. But it turned out cool because he slept in till like 11 a.m., and then he felt better. And we just pretty much game together. So like I said, I was playing Fallout 4. And he was on um, his iPad playing Minecraft. So I was building um, water pumps and beds for my settlers. And he was building insane um, go-kart things on his Minecraft server. So that was a good bonding moment. And um, the only other thing other than working all week that's been kind of notable around here is it's raining a lot. Like a lot. And I think we got a song for that too. 
Rain, I hear the rain, I hear the rain, gotta kill the pain. I hear the rain, I hear the rain, I hear the rain, gotta kill the pain. So, yeah, I was almost, I, I was late for recording this podcast today because I took a long way home. Um, we were driving like halfway up the wheel wells through water to, to ah. dinner tonight. I took a little video. Well, I didn't take the video. I was driving. My daughter took the video. Um, it's It was crazy. Like, Where the heck did you guys go to dinner? It was all the way down there. Uh, Firehouse Subs. Oh. Yeah. You know there's a subway over here, right? Yeah, Subway has like rats in it. You saw that story, right? They found a, no. found a dead mouse in one of their... It was in Portland, too. You're trying to tell me that Firehouse Subs doesn't have rats in their food? No. I'm pretty sure. Not yet. Also, they don't make their bread out of yoga mats. There's some pretty gross. Dude, yoga mats are delicious, bro. Not after all that sweat on them. Anyway, anyway I like me some firehouse subs more than, than Subway. Okay. And yeah, that was crazy, though. Like, uh, there was about four or five cars that just totally broke down from driving through the water, like froze up their engines or whatever. That sucks. Yeah. There was one guy who had, like, a jacked up kind of like a monster truck he was just driving through it like nothing he's, he's like hey, 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 i'll, I'll hey, bet hey, he circled around and did it again just for fun oh i'm sure he did he's like yeah this is like my total like playland this is awesome but yeah not a super eventful week um playing a ton of well, fallout but we can talk about that later what have you been up to uh well speaking of we're gonna get right back in the fallout because that's what my week revolved around as well um so uh, Saturday morning, guys, I got up and got some coffee and jumped on to YouTube Gaming instantly and joined the guys over at Skyrimatic in the Fallout feed for a charity event where I gamed for six hours playing Fallout 4 um, for Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Um, so we raised $500 so far, and it's growing. The deadline to enter money is the 20th of this month. So by the day before this podcast comes out, sadly, um, we're ac- or they are accepting every $10 worth of a donation. Put your name into a raffle for the limited edition Fallout 4 loot crate that comes with the Fallout 4 limited edition uh, hoodie. Nice. Um, so we were doing that all day long. Had different people on. So there for a little bit, it was Blake and I... Uh, emceeing uh, while Colin was playing. Uh, hung out with Colin and Andrew and Michael over there and Jake and Will from Portland jumped on for a little bit. Um, I got to meet some cool guys. Some guys I haven't talked to in a while and uh, some guys I've only known through social media. So that was pretty fun. And it was all for a good foundation. And we raised a lot of money. Or they raised a lot of money. I helped, awesome. I guess. So, yeah, we did that. And then that night... I went and played Magic for the very first time, which, if you don't know what Magic is, Magic the Gathering is like Pokemon meets Hearthstone, so it's pretty cool, but extremely nerdy, and just to explain how nerdy that is, okay. I have an awesome song. we got lots of songs today. And by awesome, I mean it's kind of subpar, but it's kind of funny. Hello. Hey. Dana has arrived. Hey guys. It is magic night. Sweet. Um, well, I've never played before. Is it any fun? Well, I'll be in 20 minutes. Okay. Come play some magic with me. Every time I grab that deck you wish you could fold. Everybody knows you're playing magic with me. When I tap the lands, the mana flows into me. Now everybody wants to play some magic, magic, magic. Anyways, it was pretty fun. So I'm surprised you have never played it before. I mean, it's something I played at the tail end of high school. It's been around for a long time now. Oh, I had a bunch of cards, don't get me wrong, but... uh... Just never uh, never got into playing it, really, honestly. So, um, yeah, when I did that, it was fun. Played all night long. Uh, put back a fifth of whiskey while playing. How, how, and, did your uh, game improve? Or, or, I won every fucking match except for the match where we did three or 1v1v1. Mm-hmm. And I came in second on that one. So, not too bad. 
So, did that, and then the following day, which is Sunday, I could not stay awake for the life of me, because I stayed out until, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. So, I got up at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, started the fallout feed thing, and then was up till 6 o'clock in the morning the next day without any sleep and a lot of booze. So, I slept basically all Sunday. My wife's like, hey, we should go for a walk. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. I'll, I'll be right behind you. Yeah, exactly. I'll see you at the end of it. And uh, so we did end up getting up and going for a walk, but that was after, uh, yeah, that was after a long day of me trying to get my sleep in. So that's what I've been doing this week. But other than that, we keep revolving around one central topic. So why don't we just jump into yes. it, Tim? What games have you been playing this week? Well, I tried to play Game of Thrones Episode Four today. Um, and games hate yeah, you. They do. Um, so the first thing that happened when I started it up is it did some kind of update because I I know that episode six came out today, which is why I wanted to get back into it because the series uh, the season is ending and I want to you know finish it out. But I go into my game and there's no save file, and That's I go back to the desktop and all of the files in the folder are made today. Like the update just wiped everything out. What? Yes. So, I guess I will just start episode four with whatever generic choices they give. Well, I can help you out with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I might need some help with that. So, I was halfway through episode four, and I guess I could start out episode four again, but I don't want to go all the way to the beginning. I'm just not going to do that. But yeah. what I have been playing, and you've probably been playing a lot, is Fallout 4. Fallout 4. So, just yesterday... I um, joined the... I can't, can't get the name right in my head. The, the Steel Knights. The What are they called? I don't know. I haven't got that far yet. Oh, they're in 3 as well. Oh, that's right. You haven't played 3. They're a bunch of knights in power suits. I joined two factions the same day is what I'm getting at. I joined the Minutemen and I joined the the Brotherhood. Brotherhood of Steel. Oh, I didn't join the Brotherhood of Steel yet. I did join the Minutemen. That's kind of where my main storyline has stopped. Well, that's what's weird is like... I'm wondering if my two factions will, like, butt up, butt heads at some point. I'll have to choose. Right now, I'm doing missions for both of them. So, you traitors bastard. So, were you playing um, the six hours that you were streaming with the, um, the podcast? Were you playing Fallout or something else? Uh, I played mainly Fallout Four. I did take a quick break for like an hour. Played some NBA Two K Sixteen. Um, when there was actual, um questioning going on from the crowd that was listening in um so i took a little bit of time off from being entranced in fallout 4 to play some nba 2k 16 and then got back into fallout 4 but i only did the minutemen up to taking the castle and then i stopped playing uh the actual storyline and oh storyline of the minutemen Mm -hmm. and uh, i've never made it to diamond city yet i've just been traveling which is something I never do. But there's one thing in Fallout 4 that I'm What's loving. That? The music. Have you, have you not um, the Yeah, music? the old-timey music. Yeah, like this is like one of my favorite songs ever. Got a dog, baby. I love her so. Nothing else like her anywhere you go. A man, she's anything but calm. Yeah, there's a couple songs that are funny like that. Yeah. So I, I just do that, and now I'm like driving around in my car, like listening to it, and like people like drive up and they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, ha, 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 don't maybe put a party on. I, I was stab, walking stab, uh, in this, into a grocery store the other day, and this lady kind of lurched out at me with like crazy hair and bright, bright nice. pants. But in my head, you're like, step, step, no, step. Not step, 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 because I haven't played party hard in a while. In my head, like VAT symbols were going over her arm, her head, oh, nice. her chest. You're like, yes. Right, I've got a 98% chest. I didn't, I didn't hit the lady. Listeners, no. But in my head, she had vats all over. I wasn't sure what she was going to do. She's kind of lurching toward me. She, she ended up like 
lurching to the right at the last second. She was like coming right for me, right out of the red box area. It's like she grabbed her video and she was just so excited. She was just like hauling out of there. And, She's like, I got Fallout 4. Ah! But she had a really like freaky expression coming out the door and her hair was crazy. It's because she had Fallout 4. She's like, I've been waiting for years. Ah! I know, but seriously, like it was funny that in my head I like I had a VATS overlay. I was like, okay, maybe I've been playing this game a little bit. You're like, all right, guys, maybe I should see psychiatrist. Nah. nah, don't worry about it. Oh, that's another thing I've been doing. Seeing a psychiatrist? I've listened. No, no. I might need to after what I've been doing all week long. I have listened to 19 hours of, what the hell is that, Sword and oh, Steel? Oh, Sword and Stone, so you like it. Yeah, I've listened to every single episode up to episode 20. I haven't what checked I'm on, on right that now. Kickstarter to see if it got backed. I'm, sh- I'm thinking. Uh, it got overbacked. It was like triple okay, backed, dude. dude. It was like up to like extra like four seasons or something. We should do a little catch up sometime for some of our kickets. Um, yeah, we got uh, we got one coming. We're not gonna say what it uh, is, but uh, we got one coming here pretty soon, and we're probably gonna be doing a live stream. Since this weekend was Friday the thirteenth, I will say that the Friday the thirteenth game did get successfully backed. Nice. So that will happen at some point. I am planning two catch-ups. One of them is going to be in person with both of us and probably a live stream. He might even join us for an episode. Um, and the other one, obviously, will be a recorded thing that we either have him on the show with us or I will record and pop into the show. But there are two of them that I plan on doing. Cool. So, But, yeah, Sword and Stone is insane. That's uh, that's some messed up shit, Yeah, I dude. know. Some of them, well, some more than others. Like, one of them, like, the very first one's, like, and all about abortions, and, like, this doctor collects baby feet. And I was, like, what the fuck? Like, the first episode, I was, like, I don't even know if I can do this. I was, like, I, I honestly don't think I can do this. And then, like, I was, like, well, I'll listen to another one. I can't remember what the other one was. mention that these are like, true stories. This isn't fiction. This is, like, yeah. like true. This is, like, true trials and stuff like that. And then I there was, the like, one about, like. the tagline is, like, people are the real monsters or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what was the other one you were about to say? The other one's the Mirror Image Twins. Oh. I didn't realize that they like used to like honestly teach people that like they yeah, were Mirror Image. Yeah, if you image. go back, and, you, That's we go back and look at old psychology theories, there's some really stupid things they went through. They're like, hey, so you have a pimple or a freckle on your left side and your twin has one on the right side. So you guys are Mirror Twins. If he's he's good, you're evil. So you have to do everything bad. And he's going to do everything no, good. So this those, guy fucking thought of yeah. that. And, like, just, like, went out and murdered his whole fucking family. Pretty much. Because his, his twin yeah. was, like, all good in school and everything. So he, Yeah. Like, Mr., like, military, like, machizo sergeant person. Yeah, that guy was messed up. He had other interesting ideas, too. So you guys should definitely yeah. to check out if you're into that sort of thing. If you're easily disturbed, I would stay clear of it. But if you like to see the dark side of humanity, um, sort of stuff. I'm, get, I'm starting to get kind of... I, I'm listening to it now, like, on the I don't know if I'd want to soak in it as deeply as you did. 19 hours of that would... I've got 19 hours since last episode, guys. Uh, uh, yeah. You're going to start putting VAT symbols all over normal people, not just... Just saying, Tim, after this episode, I got some ideas we need to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got uh-huh. some ideas. I, I got something for ISIS, and I, I think I, I think this will work out. <sighs> <laughs> what do you think uh, on a little side tangent what do you think about Anonymous going after ISIS oh dude that's fucking awesome <laughs> I like went to work today and like this old co-worker of mine was like there's this like hacker group and I was like that's fucking awesome ah, they're fucking dead there's a lot of people <laughs> like, on this. the comments that I was reading are like ISIS doesn't know the internet they're a bunch of donkey humpers I'm like you, you're stupid just, just because, yeah, like, just because right. you don't see them on the internet doesn't mean they're not there no, like they're, they're use, there. They're using but... the dark web. They're using the corners of the internet that you don't usually go to. Did you exactly. see? Did you but... see that they're coordinating the uh, Paris attack through PS4 chat? Yeah, what? because PS. Ah, because see? there's no PS4. All you PS4 users are part of ISIS. No, it's it. because PS4 is a closed network, so NSA doesn't have like, you know, their fingers ah. in it like they would for Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Just peer to peer messaging on PlayStation Four. That's crazy. I did not yeah, know that. That happened. That's they they traced it back to one PS4 in an apartment that found some chat logs. I love how uh, Anonymous was like, hey, if you threaten anybody else with this type of shit, we're going to take down like every single piece that you guys have. Like an hour later, they like threaten America. 
And I uh, Anonymous is like, fine, fuck it, whatever. All your Twitter accounts, shut down. <laughs> like, And they're all just gone. Like, all these, like, ISIS members, like, Twitter, like, social media accounts are, like, all gone mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Anonymous is just like, whatever. I'm You can't run, so... Yeah, I, I really hope Anonymous can screw their shit up, because... The scary part of Anonymous is, like, yeah, we all think that, like, they're all, like, online and stuff like that, but, like, I guarantee you they have, like, killers in their ranks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's some disturbed individuals in there. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Not so, just the little trash-talking 12-year-olds that play Call of Duty. There's there's also there's, there's also the 34-year-old man that men live in alone in a... Pretty much the Ted Kaczynski's, like, the Unabomber types. Yeah. So, Yep. Anyways, that's what I think. I think it's awesome. I think they need to take it to them, and I back Anonymous. Well, you don't want to be against Anonymous. No, you do not. So I back Anonymous. Your shit gets wrecked. Not saying that they're typing that on my screen right now, but all I'm saying is they're telling me to tell you that I back Anonymous. Yes, we'll wear the silly guy fox masks or whatever. Dad, did you see the girl who got their freaking driver's license taken with the... uh, with the metal strainer on top yes. of her head because she's a rust- of she's a, the pus- she's a pustafarian. She's a fucking spaghetti god yeah, worshiper. Yeah, she believes that. Well, she probably doesn't really, but she thinks it's funny to say that she does believe in the fl- flying spaghetti monster. Yeah. So for religious reasons, she took her driver's license photo with a um a pasta strainer on her head. Yes. I kind of want to do that just so I can be like the aliens are this. You can uh, be married by a pustafarian. They they're a registered church. What? Yeah. Religious freedom, baby. Yeah, you can you can worship ridiculous. the flying spaghetti monster. Dude, I'm gonna start my. I Tim, I got an idea for a church. We're gonna talk after this podcast. <laughs> I don't. I don't like where this is going. The Church of Plug and Play. Don't worry about it. We got this. It should be a church in Fallout. I imagine how messed up that would be. I bet you there is a church in Fallout, especially in this one. I saw a picture of a guy that came into a house and there was a skeleton choking another skeleton on the mm-hmm. bed. Yeah. That's some messed up shit that you'll find in Fallout. Have you been through the cemetery yet? Okay. Well, I guess minor spoilers. You go into one of the crypts, and there's some bones arranged and pretty... There's some kind of worship going on or something. Yeah. I've been listening to a bunch of the tapes that you catch, like, when you're Mm -hmm. walking around. There's some really messed up tapes in there. I found, like, one of, like, this pregnant girl. Oh, yeah. Did you get that one, too? I I read about that one. Mm -hmm. Did you? They ran away from home and shit and died out yeah, in a yeah, 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 I got that tape. And I, I was, like, talking with the guys that follow, and I was like, dude, I'm just, like, running around listening to these tapes, and there's some messed up shit on these fucking mm-hmm. tapes. Like, I found, like, a children's story that's being told out throughout, like, three or four tapes, and it's really messed up. Awesome. You have to put them in order? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to find them in order. That's cool. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. But anyways, enough about that, guys. We asked you guys a question last week. Are there any other game releases this year you're excited for? And obviously there's not, so we'll just skip this. Oh, there's a couple. Uh, Q says he's looking forward to um, Stella Glow by Atlas, and he's going to write a review for it. So Stella Glow, I think I'm saying that right? Um, sounds cheap, like a knockoff follow for Blake is exci- excited for Battlefront. I'm sure a lot of people are, actually. Yep, and that came out today, so guys. I guess he's not excited for anything else. Um Bradley is excited for Xenoblade Chronicles X for sure, and he thinks Devil's Third is this December as well. I'm not familiar with Devil's, Devil's Third, so I'm looking into that one. Yeah, and then too. Blindshot Diver says, not really. Had mine. I'm not jumping on any hype wagons anymore. So huh. I'm actually looking forward to Xenoblade Chronicles, and I'm trying to decide if I want to order the special edition that I saw the packaging for at PAX, because they put a lot of stuff in that. Yeah, they did. But I haven't. I haven't decided yet. <sighs> because, you know, special editions have their own problems. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But that ends our question for the for the week. For this week, guys. So thank you for guys very much for your guys' uh, answers. We look forward to reading them every week. This and week, just like every this week. This week, Zach's going to tell us why they should rate us and like us on iTunes and Stitcher. You should like us and rate us on iTunes. Because if you don't, all you will hear over and over and over again in your head is this song. He wants to play some magic, 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 
But if you like us and read us on iTunes, you'll have the pleasure of listening to songs like this. Got a doll, baby. I love her so. Nothing else like her anywhere you go. A man, she's anything but calm. A regular pint size, I had a bomb. Had a bomb, baby. Had a bomb. I want her in my wigwam. She's just the way I want her to be. A million times hotter than TNT. Pretty sure I know which song I'd want stuck in my head. Exactly. You'd want songs about girls a million times hotter than TNT. So, make sure during this break, guys, you head over to iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play Music, if it is out yet, and like us and rate us. I don't know really what else it does besides help you guys, but, you know. Alright, we'll be right back after this music break. We are back. Thank you for tuning back into the Plug and Play podcast. I'm Zach, and alongside me is Tim still. Tim, Welcome back, are you minions. ready for this? Um, I am. I'm totally ready for this. I'm thirsty. Okay. I'm, I'm, thir- I'm dying of thirst, and I'm ready to drop my crown. So let's do this, Tim. What are you drinking? Um, Today, I will be enjoying a local brew um, from Heathen Brewing. Uh, brewed right here in Vancouver, Washington. You are a heathen. Uh, I guess so, if I drink this. Um, this is the Son of Malice Double IPA. It is 8.7 and 95 IBUs, um, so that's pretty strong. We'll see what this tastes like. Whoa, slow down there, bud. That's what Got she said. Head. That's what she said? That was way too much head. I'm going to let, I'm gonna let this settle, actually. There's that much head. Why don't you tell them what you're drinking? That's what she that's said. That's not what she said. Let this settle. Oh. Okay. Anyways, guys, this week, I'm going to be trying something a little bit different. I'm taking one out of Tim's playbook. I have the Crown Royal, um, made out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. So, we're going to try this blended Canadian whiskey, which uh, a lot of this bottle was... This bottle was brand new before... The uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. I did get the cool little bag with it. And this bottle is pretty much halfway gone now, strictly right after that uh, gaming marathon we pulled on Saturday. So as you can tell, if you guys go over to Skyrimatic Podcast YouTube page and find it, I started in about the five to six hour mark. And uh, you guys can listen to me drink this <laughs> crown I think I'm to fast forward to like 11 hours where you've, where you've like... Hi <laughs> guys! Thanks for tuning back into the Vegas episode. Exactly. I'm Zach. Alongside me is. <laughs> uh, so have you, have you poured so it yet? We're here. For... Oh, I already poured it. I'm already. I've already been drinking. So do you drink so... it just straight up? Do you put a, an ice cube in there? How do you do it? I got four fingers in there right okay. now. Um, and then I add more as the fingers disappear. All right, so my foam has settled a little bit, but I'm still going to get a beer mustache. Number head. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really strong. I think I like it, though. But it packs a punch. This is no starter beer. Like, if you give this to someone and this is their first beer, they're never going to drink beer again. Yeah, really? it's strong. Mm. Which is a good thing. I'm just saying it's no starter beer. No starter beer so that's, here. That's uh, Son of Malice, tr- double IPA. Either. Well, guys, that is our tasty treats for this week, the week of 11 17, 2015. I don't know why I threw that in there, but that's kind of fun to say. And that means it's time to kick it. <laughs> 
right, Tim. You got this? Alright. Or do you want me to get I'll start out if you want. Okay, so today go for I'm it. talking about the torch. So, uh, a little while ago I talked about my son um, playing Minecraft on his iPad. Yep. But as a parent, I worry about what he's doing on his iPad. Is he just playing Minecraft or is he maybe looking at something else? So, to kind of introduce this product, uh, Torch, I'm going to let you go ahead and play this video. Remember when playing around with blue balls wasn't painful? Ha! <laughs> blue balls. Or a happy ending was when a princess found her prince. Everybody likes a good happy ending. And when a tall yeah. salad, well, was just a salad. <laughs> For kids, it's still that way. Because kids are innocent. It's adults who aren't. And nowhere is that more obvious than online. Like things you don't want your kids to see, and battles over when to turn it off. That's why there's Torch, the better router. Torch makes it easy to be sure your kids are safe online and not spending too much time there. So if this isn't what you get when your child searches for pearl necklace online, <laughs> you need a better internet. <laughs> Torch, the right click. So, as you heard, Torch is like a router um, that it's like a super smart router that you can monitor um, what all the devices are looking at, and you can set you know set parameters. You can actually turn off all internet, or you can turn off internet to certain devices. It lets you control the internet in your household. So, I'm going to be installing this at Zach's house and seeing what kind of filthy things he's into, and it's going to be it's yeah, going to be a lot it. of fun. No, um, I can see an application of this apparent. Um, Tim's going to come back to me and be like, Zach, Zach, I. Uh, yeah. My wife I, cannot uh, have the access uh, code to this ever. Mm. <laughs> uh, but they are asking for one hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. They have twenty four days to go. Or 24 hours to go. Wow. So by the time you hear this, it's been funded, everyone. But um, just to let you know about Torch. Um, they just barely got over it, though, to 152000 um, with 24 hours to go. And I could tell you the levels, but you aren't going to be able to buy because it it's over. Um, but just to let you know, it looks like it's going to retail for about $150 based on the pledges. So that's not bad for securing your job. But since it's already too late for you to get this, I should let you know there is another product offered by Disney called Circle, which is $99. It's developed here in Portland. So if you're looking for I was doing some research on this. Um, there's several devices like this. Um, this is an actual router. Um, Circle is not a router. Circle plugs into your Wi-Fi. And it is huh. um, actually more for Apple-type devices, which is why I would like it, since it would leave my Android devices alone. And mess with my wife's apples. Not screw with them. Yes. That would mean I'd have to find some kind of throwaway Apple device to use the app that it came with. Which I think That's I do true. have an old um, iPod Touch. Is that what they're called? Those little tiny things? I think so, I can't yeah. remember now. But anyway, Torch. Um, it's a solution for, for families to try to, you know, limit their kids' time on the internet. Um, and hopefully keep them away from two girls and one cup. Exactly. What do you got, Zach, for kick it? Well, let's speak the two girls. Uh, basically, I got the Kegel Boost, smart Kegels for men, so the things that keep our n women nice and um, muscular, uh -huh. let's say. Yes, but this is for men. Okay. So I got more of a comedy one this week, guys. So I'm just going to go ahead and roll the video. Introducing Kegel Boost, the best way to boost your health below the belt. Kegel exercises are the key to unlocking your potential. You may have thought that Kegels are just for women, but there are huge benefits for men as well. It turns out that these simple exercises strengthen your pelvic floor muscles and amplify your sexual fitness. Studies have found evidence of the benefits of Kegel exercises for men in areas including orgasm quality and control, erection performance, and sensation. When you do Kegel exercises, you are strengthening your pelvic floor muscles. As with any muscle group, exercising the pelvic floor muscles leads to increased strength and blood flow. But it turns out that doing Kegels can be tough. First of all, it's hard to know if you're doing the exercises correctly. And since you can't see the muscles when you look in the mirror, it's easy to forget about them I don't know, it and hard to see progress. Plus, doing them can be really <laughs> tedious and boring. 
So we got to work and created Kegel Boost. It's a groundbreaking product that solves all those problems and makes it easy to start a Kegel routine and then keep it up. When you contract your pelvic floor muscles, they also bulge downwards. Like how your biceps bulge as they contract. Kegel Boost can detect these small muscle movements as you exercise, even through your clothes. To use it, just sit on it like a bike seat. Just sit on it. It measures each rep and provides proportional yeah. biofeedback so you can see what you're doing in real time. Kegel Boost connects wirelessly to a free smartphone app, which acts as the main interface. You can track your exercise history, set goals and reminders, and follow along with our guided workouts. The app has games that you control by flexing your muscles. Games. Kegel Boost doesn't add hassle to your already busy life. The device itself is small and portable, and many of the workouts won't require your eyes or hands. So go ahead and do some reps while watching the game on your couch or while driving to work. It's the rare workout that actually can be added to your day without taking any extra time. At the end of the day, Kegel exercises should be your go-to for improving sexual health. Do it for yourself or do it for your partner. The important thing is that you exercise. kind of funny uh because it's a kego booster for men but what's even more funny is that they ins they uh they developed and fully funded a insertable kego booster for women last year so uh apparently kickstarter is in the in the adult toy industry i yeah, guess at least, at least per se ours we can use it with our clothes on the, yeah the women women women's couldn't <laughs> Um, so anyways, guys, they're looking for $100,000. They are $35,000, uh, backed so far with 404 backers, so they have error amount of backers. <laughs> <laughs> they have an error amount of backers. If you guys don't get that, that means you're not very techie, and this is not, uh, the segment for you. But anyways, they got 46 days to go. Hopefully they don't 404 out. You can get your I own. I have so many things to say about this. For $75, you can get your own Kego Boost Early Bird Special, a uh, great re reward for our first supporters. Um, it's going to retail for $109. So if you want to get your Boost of your Kegel in your sphincter on, you can uh, you can just do that. I, I kind of want to play you, Flappy Bird with my butt. You can play Flappy Bird with your butt. I kind of want you can that. Also, it'll, it'll let you know how hot your farts are, apparently. So that would be a good thing. If you bet, if you pledge five hundred dollars, you'll get to help us name one of the games, name oh. it after yourself or something oh else. Oh my gosh! In addition, you'll get two Kegel Boost devices to access the app. Please exactly. add twenty five dollars. Don't don't worry about it. No, thank you. You can get a his and hers for two hundred dollars. So you can get one for you and one for her. Um, I would say that hers is more fun for you, but you know whatever. Um, save fifty nine dollars total, um, and then add twenty five dollars for shipping for international guys. So, th there you go. You can also get a two pack to share with your your best bro. You can, <laughs> exactly. You can get your Kegel <laughs> boost, please. Uh, what's, your, apparently... what's your flappy butt high score? <laughs> exactly. So, it's time to amplify your sexual confidence, orgasm control, orgasm intensity, sensation control, pleasure, and partner's pleasure, and bladder control, <laughs> happiness. Health below the belt, sexual fitness, confidence, orgasm control. Okay, I think we're repeating now. But anyways, guys, that is what the Kegel... Oh, you missed this one. Here's how you use it. Boost. Here's how you use it. Smart. Step one, oh, fuck. turn it on. Step two, sit on it. <laughs> step three, calibrate it no, for no, your no, body step two and position. <laughs> step two, sit on it. All right, oh, I just God. got one more thing, step... one more thing. Jesus one more Christ. thing. All right, so this is like a fitness tracker, right? Like a Fitbit, kind of, except for your ass. Can't. <laughs> so, I like see people sometimes post on Facebook, you know, like, I walked 7,000 steps today. Oh, my what God. If, what, if, what if the app lets you post to Facebook? I kegled 10,000 times today. I my butt cheeks today. together 2,500 times today. Oh, my oh this God. is awesome. Well, for $150, Tim, you can get the, the couple's treatment, the, the two Kegel Blaster Pros. No, if I could show that to my wife, she's like, what the hell is that? Get away from me. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna, I might I'm get the one that you want, too. That'd be fun. We, we can gonna, play Flappy Butt, because I'm going to name it. We can play Flappy Butt I'm going to name the Flappy Bird game Flappy Butt. 
If we get the oh 500 level, and then we I'm going to Facebook message this to your and wife. Keep, You'd be like, I'm going to hey. keep posting my scores on Flappy Butt until everyone unfriends me. This is oh a great, great Kickstarter. I love it. Thank right, you. Anyways, guys, after our Kick It segment, we have our game news and game releases. So you ready to do this, do Tim? Alright, guys. So, last week, I think it was, we talked about the Steam machine and how it was basically going to be a failure compared to Fallout 4 releasing alongside Fallout 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider. But, I'm here to tell you this week, guys, that Ellie Jewett, known as Smashing Emeralds, wanted his dad to play Skyrim. Mm-hmm. But there was one problem. His dad only has the use of his right okay. hand. Well, not anymore. The Steam Machine controller can play uh, Skyrim for him. And he even has a video of how he's modified the controls using the Steam Machine controller, the Steam controller, um, to where everything is now on the right-hand side of the controller. And he can reach everything. So his dad now can play games like uh, Diablo 3, play Civilization 5 in Skyrim. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty awesome. Jewett said that they are both one-handed games, so he can play them easily, Diablo 3 and Civilization 5. In addition to the games that are easily controlled with one hand, Jewett has in the past controlled the keyboard while his dad used the mouse in games like Portal. Unfortunately, Skyrim proved too difficult for them to split up the work. Splitting the work was very difficult. It was near impossible to some play some games. Explained you it when you posted uh, on Chris Hepburn, known as not a Reddit admin on Reddit, that he was accepting requests for Steam controller configurations. Only one thing came to mind: a one-hand configuration that allowed his dad to play Skyrim. Hepburn jumped at the idea. He asked the community for requests. He got what he expected, saying that most people wanted a configuration for one other. For another one of the many games that they've played. Um, so, yeah. This is awesome. Reddit community coming around and helping him out. After he told him, he immediately launched Skyrim, said Jewett. I would say that he was excited. And I might even... I will post a video of this guy playing cool. one-handed Skyrim um, at thebunsmashers.com for us all to check cool out. Cool people using the Steam controller to... Uh find solutions sir people who can't play traditional yeah. ways it's awesome it so awesome. next story is um today at the um u.s or ubs sorry ubs global technology conference um microsoft cfo amy hood emphatically stressed that um gaming is financially relevant and fundamentally important to microsoft for the future because there was once rumors that microsoft's going to spin off um the xbox division and that it wasn't that important to them but recent moves, like um, the fact that they spent, you know, how many two point five billion dollars to my, to buy Minecraft, um, Hood says that gaming is a particularly interesting opportunity for Microsoft because it attracts young people to the Windows ecosystem, and we've seen how they've tried to integrate that Windows ecosystem not only with desktop and laptop PCs and tablets, but also with the underlying system for the new Xbox One experience. And I've heard that actually. Um, Xbox One updates now are pretty much in sync with Windows 10 updates. So, pretty much, from what I'm understanding. So they are definitely integrated gaming, and that's good um, for the future of gaming. Um, if if a big it company is. like that, you know, puts that much importance on gaming, so I think that's good news. Yep. And keeping alongside of the UBS Global Technology Conference this week, guys, EA CFO Blake Jorgensen reminded people that EA has actually been involved in esports in the esports space for over a decade with franchises like FIFA Interactive World Cup Tournament, but is now looking to the future with uh, is now looking to the future and we should be expecting EA to up level its efforts in the sports world through the company's franchises such as Battlefield and Battle what the hell was the Star Wars on the Battlefront, Battlefront. So, Battlefield and Battlefront, which basically 
Battlefront reminds me of the old Battlefields. Battlefield reminds me of a really just FPS game mm-hmm. nowadays, so nothing all too special. So you'll hear more about this in the coming years, but I think there's a huge upside for us around deeper engagement, Jorgensen said. We don't think esports per se is a way to make money, he added. The running of a tournament is not really our skill set. We would probably outsource some of that activity. The real opportunity is to deepen the engagement and sell more copies of your game because because more people want to engage, get better, and beat people in tournaments. The latest Battlefield, Battlefield Hardlines, and Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront games do not feature much in the way of esports functionality. However, a new military-themed Battlefront is coming by the end of 2016, while just this week EA teased that Battlefront sequels are also on the way. What esports functionality those games have, however, remains to be seen. So, this will be an interesting year, guys, coming in 2016, as people start to realize that esports is an actual sport, alongside with uh, uh, the sports networks on TV, like ESPN picking up the Dota International and uh, CSGO, Hearthstone Championships, and a few other big tournaments around the world just to be named. Uh, It's interesting to see these big developers and big companies like Steam, EA, and uh, basically everybody jumping around the eSports I hope they do, because I have not found an eSport game that I really want to watch myself. Rocket League! Rock me on Rocket League! Okay, I could watch some of that, because it's nice and short. That could go for that. Um, as long as they get the angles right and everything, I could see that working. But yeah, if you want to get me interested in sports, it's going to have to be esports. Exactly. So go EA, get so, it done. Yes, Tim's going to watch me on NBA 2K16 every Saturday uh, night. He's going to love it. Sure. Yeah. It's an esports. Yeah, Saturday night because you know what I'm actually doing Saturday nights. But I'll, I'll tell exactly. you I'm watching. I'll tell you I'm watching. I know. I'll feel good about myself while you're actually. Good job. Good job. You just text me every once in a while. That was awesome. I'm like, I lost. You're like, you tried. It was a good. It was a good try. <laughs> so yes. Anyways, that's what I got. What do you um, got? Our last story is about Nvidia. Um, they are trying to promote their latest Nvidia Shield, and I don't know how many versions of this they have now. I've seen like the first one. Oh shit! Right. Um, but for the latest one, um, they commissioned a professional sky driver named Jeff. A sky, sky driver? driver. This is good FPA, oh, by the way. Um, professional skydiver Jeff. Provenzano to jump out of an airplane and play video games as he descends to the earth from 10,000 feet. So he, he comes out of this giant plane complete with a living room set up like a TV and a couch and everything. And then he um, kind of ejects from the couch and the living room just crashes to the ground, obviously. And he's playing the shield on the way down. Um, That's hilarious. So um, are we going to attach this video to the... Yeah, okay, it's only two minutes long. Well. You guys should check it out. It's really cool looking. Um, but crazy promo stunt to promote a gaming device. I don't think most people are thinking, hey, I'm jumping out of this airplane. How can I play video games while I'm doing that? Exactly. I mean, you should really enjoy the view. You probably paid you know, several hundred dollars to jump out of a plane. But, right? but if you really wanted to, I guess you could play games on the NVIDIA show on the way down. I think that's the only way you get me to jump out of a plane and be like, look, Zach. <laughs> Just you don't get pushed out of the back of this pay, plane. Don't pay attention to the ground rushing up to you. Just just look at the screen. Yeah, look at the screen. Getting, just look at the screen. Just look at the screen. Look at the screen. And then when you get pretty close, you need to remember the eject. You need to remember the eject. That's the most important part, Zach. I'm like, all right, guys. So just remember to play a video game. All right. Ocarina of Time. Press speed a. run. I got it. Never mind. Okay. Just speed run Ocarina of Time. By the time that I'm done speed running it, I should be to the ground. Okay. I got this. No worries, guys. I got this. Well, there was some pretty big game releases this week since we were talking about um, what games you might be looking forward to besides... That's very true. Um, we, t- we mentioned Star Wars Battlefront, and that came out for Xbox yep. One, PS4, and PC. Um, it came out today yep. as we're recording. Um, yep. Assassin's Creed Syndicate is already out for consoles, but it comes out for PC in two days on November 19th. Um, the day following, we get Mario Tennis Ultra Smash uh, for Wii U. Um, have you played any of the Mario sports games? Are you into those? Uh, you know, I played Mario Tennis, like, way back on the N64. Okay. Um, that's about it. The most Mario sports games I get are the mini games inside of Mario Party, so... I played one of the baseball ones. It was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. No, the Mario sports games, I remember them always being a blast, so... Yeah, they're not, like, super, like... S- they're not super Simulation, sports-y. they're just fun. And then the yeah. last one we have here is Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon for 3DS, which comes out on the 20th as well. Whoop, whoop! So, um... 
Those are actually fun games, but I've never beat one. But I've played quite the a few. Mystery Dungeons games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Mystery Red and Mystery Blue and stuff like that. I used to play those. but As uh, you know, I haven't played any of those. So, listeners, next week is going to be episode 69. Episode 69. 69. We already kind of had some, some sexy time stuff with our Kickstarters this week, but um, I think it's going to be hard to have episode 69 without talking about sex one way or the other. So, this week's question... Let's just put it this way. The intro is going to be a bunch of moaning. Just, oh. hey guys, and welcome to episode 69. <laughs> So your goal is to get Q to stop listening after 10 minutes or 5 minutes? Yep, exactly. So for this week, I'm wondering what your first experience with sex in video games was. Because we see violence in video games all the time. Like, we can have charred corpses lying around the ground. Um, But, you know, seeing naked bodies in video games doesn't happen very often. It happens, but um, was it the romancing in Mass Effect? Was it... um, that stupid Conan game where you rescued topless women. Um, or Duke Nukem. Sure. Eat shit and die. What was your first time? Tell us how you deflowered your video game sex. I can't even talk anymore. This, this is a good IPA. Did I mention that? All right, guys. So, Tim, what was your very first video game sex experience? Um, Did you derobe Mrs. Pac-Man? Trying to think if there's something before... Conquers Bad Fur Day. Um, Did you not play Duke Nukem? No. I really didn't. No. Um, oh, there was this Genesis game. Oh, it's going to bug me until I figure it out. There was like these topless statues, and it was like a big deal in censorship back in the day. Like literally, they were just statues, but there was boobs on the statues. And it was nice. actually um, it was censored boob. in some countries just because of that. Oh, it's going to bug me until I that sucks. I had it too, and it was a dumb game. There was violence as well, like it, you would chop people up. So that that was it was a <laughs> game. Was a game after baby. Nice. Well, my very first experience, as I've already stated, was Duke, Duke Nukem. Nukem. So, so guys, what was your first sex experience in video games? That will be answered on episode sixty-nine <laughs> of the Plug Play Podcast. So guys, until that tantalizing fun episode, don't forget to prime and shine.